Hello friends, welcome back. Uh, following the theme of um, the last few episodes, there's gonna be some background noise just for the first part of this um, because I am in the kitchen. Uh, the dishwasher is going off just below where I'm recording this and also I'm making coffee. So it's almost like an ASMR version of the regular podcast. Um, I'm actually making coffee because I'm so flipping tired. Anybody else just can't, I mean, obviously we're all tired, the heat. Are we, are we sleeping? I'm not sleeping. Um, and so there's that. But doesn't it kind of feel like everything's just a little bit more mentally taxing than usual at the moment? Um, just, you know, mentally exhausted. Uh, could do with a nap, but I'm going to have a coffee instead. Um, so we are, what is it, Wednesday. Um, and I completely forgot about only murders in the building yesterday because it was the hottest day on record i think it was like actually record-breaking hot day um and my friend came around and we sat in the garden which sounds like it was a terrible idea but in actual fact i was absolutely covered in spf and then we sat in the um paddling pool which is a fairly sizable paddling pool actually i think if you filled it up all the way you could probably get a float on it a few years ago <laughs> those of you who've been following me for a while, you might remember, uh, the uh, crazy pandemic purchase when my mom still lived here. Um, she bought a 16-foot pool. It is... That's bigger than you can possibly imagine. You can scroll back on my Instagram feed and you can find a picture of me sitting at the side of this pool to give you some kind of scale. It was absolutely enormous. It took up the entire garden. My dad refused to let her fill it all the way up because he said if it bursts it could flood the house. It was absolutely massive. Um, and she was forever trying to put a little bit more water in it. I'm sure he was laying it out because it never really got any fuller. <laughs> but it was really, really big. And we've got this oversized paddling pool at the moment. And all I can think is, she didn't need a pool that size if you just wanted to be able to float. Um, and I have always, that is like my goal in life, outdoor pool. And it really showed me how little water you really need unless you you know unless you really want to swim in it and that's probably realistically not what I want to pour for I want one that I can just kind of float around in so anyway we were sitting outside um we had some drinks and we um stayed cool in the pool and it was a legit like if this happens again that is how I'm going to spend the day because as long as we were in that pool we were cool we absolutely were as soon as we got out it was really really hot um, so I know a lot of other people have the same idea, but it's not something I would have done had she not been coming around and I was really, really glad of it. So that's what I was doing yesterday. And then by the time she came home, or she went home rather, I was so tired, you know, just to go back to the original point. So I just kind of had some food and went to bed. Completely forgot about only murders in the building. Then Emma messaged me today and said, had I caught up because she wanted to discuss. Um, and I hadn't anyway, she said it's an amazing episode. So I really can't wait. Uh, as soon as I've made this coffee, I'm going to go and watch that with Lee and I will come back to you and give you some thoughts. Um, I also want to try and get in a little bit of exercise while we're watching it. I've been really lazy with it recently because it's just, it's just too hot, isn't it? It's just too hot. I have a little bit of motivation to exercise. I would say around 11am, usually on a work day. The most motivated I can be to do anything for myself, whether that be cleaning the house, um, you know, doing something for my actual YouTube stuff or something like exercising or cooking. The most motivated that I ever am is when I'm working my day job. 
um, basically. <laughs> it's just, it's kind of like the thing of tell someone they can't do something and that's all they want to do. Um, if I've got all the time in the world to do something, I'm not interested. But as soon as I'm actually chained, as it feels, to a desk working for someone else, all I want to do is something productive for myself. Um, so around 11am, I'm always like full of ideas of as soon as I finish work, I'm going for a walk. As soon as I finish work, I'm going to do an exercise video. Um, today, I uh, was watching some reviews of the Tracy Anderson method while I was working. I was like, yeah, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to do a free trial. Um, as soon as I like finished work, picked up Milo, came home. I did clean the house, but still just could not be less interested. So I'm going to try and do some kind of, you know, calisthenics. Is that the right word? Just with your body weight, planks and push-ups and all that jazz. I really need to just get back into the exercises that I was given um, by my physio, which is all stuff to strengthen my back and my neck. So if I can try and kind of convince myself that that's why I'm doing it, then maybe I, I might be more motivated. But I'm going to do that. I'm going to drink my coffee. I'm going to watch my show. I'm going to do maybe a bit of exercise, possibly a face mask. I'll be back. Oof, that was a good episode. Emma did not lie. Okay, just... FYI, spoiler alert, because we're going to talk about it. I had absolutely, couldn't even for a split second have guessed how that was going to end. Um, but I do like that it, is he Demas or Dimas? Teddy in Only Murders in the Building. Um, oh my God, well, I can't remember his name, his actual name. Nathan Lane? Um, I think it's Demas. Uh, I could never in a million years have guessed that he was going to be the father of um, Oliver's son. That was a real twist. You could never guess that. But also, I like that we're kind of bringing him back in as a potential suspect because I think there's there's a lot there, and especially with uh, the son growing up there and the whole secret passageways like Emma and I talked about in my episode. Mm. It gets better every single week. I did get in a little bit of exercise some weights and such. And I do feel looser. I say this all the time, but I hate when <laughs> I complain about something and the general consensus is you should do this. And I'm like, no, 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 I won't be told. And then eventually I do the thing and I do feel better. I do not like to be told what to do. It is a problem in my life, <laughs> um, but I do feel better for that. And I think I'll probably sleep a little bit better as well. Apart from the fact I did just have a coffee and it is nine o'clock. That doesn't seem to have the same effect on me that it does on other people though. That was one of the things that when I was reading about ADHD um, initially uh, really spoke to me because I can do a six, a six pack of energy drinks in a day. Not a problem whatsoever. Whereas someone else would be like a vibrating off the ceiling. It just doesn't seem to have the same effect. It does give me like a pick me up, but it just kind of like sets me back on a normal level. Um although I have been trying to avoid them recently because I definitely became a little bit dependent on them. A few, I go through phases, but I, I definitely uh, need to be mindful of not kind of relying on them too heavily. Relying on anything, I suppose, everything in moderation. Also, I started listening to a book today. Um, I don't know if you guys follow JC Dupree, I think that's her name, uh, Damsel in Dior, but she wrote a book called Liking Myself Back. And I'd heard about this book and it just came to me today, like, oh, I must check if it's on Amazon yet. Um, so I downloaded that on Audible. Really, really enjoying it so far. I think anyone 
who um, has any kind of social media presence in that you care a stitch about engagement. Um, you know, people actually, and I think this is for the majority of people these days, you know, you post something for some kind of validation, uh, but especially anyone who has attempted to have some kind of um, online blog or, uh, you know, video, whatever. Um, I'm only a couple of chapters in and it's so, so interesting because she's really vulnerable and open about all of her life growing up with an alcoholic father um, with very little means and um, the fact that she and her husband were on the verge of divorce while everything looked kind of perfect from the outside because she's this, you know, uh, very successful, glamorous, luxury influencer. Um, so far, I'm really, really enjoying just of, of the whole story of her life, but also everything she's talking about in terms of, like, the needing likes um, really, really speaks to me. She posted something the other day that I think it was, like, 10 years of her blog, and she said for 10 years she's been trying to get people to like her. And that is a perfect, perfect way of describing what it is people do on the internet. Um, I've never had, because it's been so long that I've been doing this, I've never actually had an Instagram account um, or anything like that. They had a Facebook, but until, I had a Twitter as well, uh, but I never had an Instagram account or, you know, Snapchat wasn't a thing. TikTok's very, very new compared to everything else. Um, never had any of those things that was just a personal account. It was always something I did that went along with my blog. And 100% is all about the validation. Whether you know that's what you're doing at the time or not, um, the thing of just putting something out there and getting instant, not just feedback, because obviously you don't necessarily thrive on the negative feedback, but just instant attention. Maybe that's what it is. It's addictive. It, there's something that really, and again, it circles back to the ADHD, which is what made me think of it because it wasn't until I was listening to her book that I knew she had ADHD as well, but she was diagnosed in the fifth grade. So she's known, you know, coping mechanisms and things for a very long time. Whereas I'm kind of just learning about this now. And again, I am undiagnosed, but I'm almost 99.100% sure. Um, but that is interesting because I think for a time, I was thinking this feels a bit trendy. It feels, you know, it's a little bit of a coincidence that all of these people on the internet have ADHD. But the more I read about it, the more it actually makes sense because we are lacking in dopamine, but we're also, we crave it so much more than other people. And something like this, something like putting yourself out on the internet for other people to be like, oh, I love this thing or just anything. It doesn't even have to be, I love this thing. Just attention, engagement, just being involved and just saying, you know, acknowledgement en masse. Um, that is such a dopamine hit. And that is what keeps people doing it for as long as some of us have been doing it. I mean, 12 years, 12 years is excessive at this point. I'll tell you what is actually quite freeing about this. I was talking to my friend about it the other day. Um, about this format is I have none of that. There's no engagement. I mean, people are listening. I have numbers. People are listening, but there's no likes. There's no comments. In theory, I should hate everything about this format because aside from the odd person who comments on um, a vlog or 
DMs me to say, I'm really enjoying the podcast or I just listened to this episode and talks to me about a topic or asks me a question. I'm not getting like multiple comments at once. It's not giving me that same hit. Like I post something and it's days before I get anything back about, oh, you know, I liked that podcast or days. And it doesn't give me that instant rush that I get from posting a picture on Instagram or um, going live on YouTube. That's a real one. That's like, that really uh, gives my inner, what's the word I'm looking for? Extrovert. Um, that really kind of gives me that that hit. Um, so you would think that I would absolutely hate this format, but something about it is super freeing because you don't have that other side of the coin. This is just one-sided and I feel so much more... Perhaps it's the same as when you write a book, actually, because you're, it takes so long to do it that you're a little bit detached. It doesn't feel... Because you don't get that instant feedback. You've already said the thing. You've put it out there. People have heard it. Several, you know, lots of people have heard it before you ever hear anything back. And so if you post something on the internet and someone says something mean, you've, you're still very, very close. If it's instant, you're still very, very close to it. And you might feel like, oh, I want to take it down. In something like this, I've said it. It's out into the ether. And often I don't hear back at all. And there's just something very, it is very free. If I truly just feel like I could say absolutely anything because it feels, um, especially in these, like when I decide to just pick up my phone and, and record little snippets and tack it all together, it feels very much like a conversation with a friend, you know, exchanging voice notes and just talking. And so you definitely feel more like you can be kind of candid and vulnerable. Um, and I remember reading in, or sorry, I, I'm not technically reading because I know some people are purists, but I remember listening to Brene Brown's most recent uh, book. I think it was Atlas of the Heart. And she said that the thing that we are most attracted to in other people is vulnerability, but it's the thing that we try to mask and hide in ourselves the most. We don't want anybody else to see our vulnerability, but it's all we want to see in other people. And that's so, so true. Because sometimes I want to talk about something. I mean, there's been so many topics. I'm definitely going to talk about my uh, views on abortion here rather than anywhere else. I feel the most comfortable in, in this place. Um, I did talk a little bit about it on Instagram when it was you know, first in the news about Roe v. Wade um, being overturned. And I had some really interesting conversations off the back of that but definitely it feels like the kind of thing that I just want to be able to talk and I don't want to I think sometimes you do censor yourself even if you don't know you're doing it I know in the past I've recorded um videos where I, the, there were times where I kind of liked the idea of um doing kind of chatty topic videos um and whenever I did that going back and re-watching and editing was really uncomfortable because I can see the cogs turning. Like I'm, I'm watching my face while I'm talking about whatever it is I'm talking about. And I can see the cogs turning. And as I'm talking, I'm also mindful of how it would be perceived. It's not that I would change my opinion based on anyone's feedback 
It's just, you still do have the thing in the back of your mind. You don't want to upset anyone. You know, if you're in a real life conversation, it's completely different because you can have a back and forth. But you always hear or read or see everything through the lens of your own judgment. You have an opinion about something. Um, I saw, oh my God, I saw something today. I posted it on Instagram. I saw this headline. It drove me crazy. It was about JLo. And she said, um, sorry, the headline said that she introduced her daughter uh, who came out on stage to sing with her recently. She introduced her as they or them rather than her or she. And that was basically the headline that she used gender neutral pronouns to introduce her daughter. Um, And it was just a headline. And I just thought, I need to know what these comments are going to say. All of the comments, there wasn't one supportive comment that I saw, not one positive comment. Every single comment was either something about how terrible she was, something just really mean, you know, like, well, she's this anyway. She's completely irrelevant to the topic, but just like, you know, I always, you know, she's a terrible actress, that kind of thing. Or it was stuff to do with um, like anti-gender neutral pronouns, you know, uh, you know, the, the type of thing that I'm talking about. Um, and I just thought, I wonder if that's really a thing because I've seen her talk about her kids and she does use gender specific pronouns. So I just thought I'm going to find out actually what she said. So I read an article and when you Google it, there's a million I've said this to um, my husband before because he's read things and I've gone, just remember, all it takes is one article. One article needs to be written and then all the other articles are citing that original article as a reference. It's not even like they're all independently reporting on the same thing. They're all reporting on an original article. So if that article was incorrect in the first place or it was, you know, skewed, then it's all just, it filters down into all these different publications. So a similar thing seems to have happened here. And if you read actually what happened, um, she was introducing a surprise guest, as I understood it. it she's saying, you know, this person um, who's going to come out and sing with me the last time we sang together, blah, 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 you know, they're difficult to get hold of. It was clearly supposed to be a surprise guest. Since the beginning of time, we have used gender neutral pronouns when we are referring to someone and not wanting to give away who we're referring to. I would challenge you to play a game of guess who without using gender neutral pronouns. Nobody has an issue with using them in this instance on, you know, nobody. And yet all of these headlines were just trying to stir up something. They were trying to, you know, create some kind of irritation. They were going to trigger the people who felt strongly about gender neutral pronouns. She didn't even make a statement from what I can understand. Again, I could be wrong, but from how I understand it, she wasn't really even making a statement. She wasn't really even doing anything for anyone to be annoyed about, regardless of what side of the argument you're on. You know, nobody cares because everyone should just be able to be whoever they want to be. And we should just respect whatever it is that they want to be addressed as. But if you do feel strongly, you know, oh, you shouldn't use these. She wasn't even doing that. And the headline led you to believe that it was because they want you to get angry. And funnily enough, as I believe it was Brene Brown said in one of her many books or on one of her different outlets, I heard it somewhere um, and I think it was her, she said, uh, who's benefiting from your anger? And that is something I always try to keep in mind. Whenever I'm reading something or whenever I see something, 
and I feel a pang of, oh, that's really annoyed me. I think, why am I annoyed? And who's benefiting from me being annoyed? And if it's not me, (laughs) then let's just let it go. But often it's not only not me, but it's like, why, why are they trying to divide us? You know, why are they trying to push us so far apart? There's more going on, but I had to, ugh, I had to mention that because I just couldn't even, when I was reading about it this morning, it was literally the first thing I read when I got up this morning, I was still in bed. Sets you off on the right tone, doesn't it, for the day. Um, but as I was saying, I, I for sure have um, struggled to talk about certain topics, not even particularly divisive or like controversial topics, just like, just conversations and I'll, I'll go back and be like, oh, well, I'll cut that bit out, I'll cut that bit out because you're going to hear what you want to hear and sometimes someone hears something and they just want to feel a certain way and they don't really care that that's not how you meant it or that they've read something into it that that's not actually what you meant at all um they're just going to feel a certain way and so it's been off-putting over the years but there are still things that I kind of want to chat about and I think this is actually going to be the perfect format for that anyway anyway um I think this is our 10th episode you know of me just kind of chattering on. So thank you for those of you who have continued to listen. I mean, what a crazy world. Um, I really feel like we might get to that elusive 22 episodes or whatever it is that I said in the beginning, um, where we might have to have a party to celebrate actually making it past that, that tenuous episode number. Um, and in a much shorter period of time as well, because clearly I am on one now. Uh, uh, this is this is the way forward. This is the way to do it. I've actually got a dentist appointment tomorrow, but I'm a bit nervous off. Oh, also, for those who've been following along, rescheduled sports days, sports day, oh, Freudian slip, uh, rescheduled sports day is tomorrow morning. Ugh, now this is an annoying thing for me because I've got to go straight from school. So I'm staying at school to do sports day. I booked uh, a dentist appointment at 11 so my plan was I would leave school at the normal time. I would get back for probably like nine o'clock. I could get some stuff done and then I could go back out to the dentist, come home, start work because I do a late shift on this particular Thursday and um, that would kind of work out well. As it is now, I'm going to have some dead time and this is like one of my least favourite things in the entire world. You know, like if you've got an hour between things that you need to do and it's not really enough time to go home or to get anything done, but it's too much time to just sit and wait in the car. That is exactly what this is. It's going to drive me insane. So that's what I'm doing tomorrow. I have sports day and then I've got um, a dentist appointment. The dentist appointment is a full, I don't entirely know what it's even called, like a really intensive deep clean, but my gums are so sensitive that she's suggested that I go in um, and have basically my entire mouth anaesthetized. So I have no idea what this is going to be like because I've never had that before. I feel like I need to eat something first thing in the morning before I go anywhere and brush my teeth really well before I go to sports day because when is it that I'm actually going to be able to eat properly? If it's 11, let's say I'm out of there by 12, maybe like two o'clock, I don't know. Plus it's going to sound hilarious. So maybe I'll do a little, I might record a little of something just, just so you can hear me with my crazy all numbed mouth. Um, but yeah, I'm just keeping you apprised of my, my schedule. I know you all want to know what I'm doing tomorrow and that's what it is. So, um, yeah, I think Lee's coming down from the bath now. Again, just cluing you in on my life. Uh, so I'm going to wrap it up there. 
thanks for listening. Thanks for continuing to listen. I've, I've barely posted a video this month. So if you're into this, this has basically replaced all other YouTube content um, in July because it's been too hot and I've been entirely lacking motivation. Um, oh, I'm going to talk about my word of the month as well because I've been kind of a little bit following along, not really following along, but I haven't been talking about it. That's one of the things I wanted to do this year. I wanted to do monthly like roundups of how I was feeling the month had gone. And I just didn't feel like people were interested and I didn't feel like it was really the right place on YouTube. Maybe I can continue doing that here. Um, But yeah, I'll talk about the word of the month because I think it's like weirdly, not fortuitous, it's kind of a strange coincidence because I didn't know what it was until last week and I went, ah, I feel like I've been living this. Um, Anyway, we'll talk about that in the next episode and uh, possibly also we'll talk about the horror of the dentist.